0: This Marketplace podcast is supported by the University of Notre Dame's Mendoza College of Business. See what their powerful network and globally recognized brand can do for your career. Learn more about the legendary advantage of Notre Dame business at business.nd.edu. Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. I, B, and M. Those are the business and economy letters of the day on this Monday. From American public media, that is A, P, and M, this is Marketplace. In Los Angeles, I'm Kyle Rizdahl. Good to have you here on this Monday, everybody. It is the 20th of October today, and if you are an IBM shareholder or, in point of fact, even just an interested observer of the American technology sector today, well, it was a difficult day. IBM shares pretty much fell off the table this morning, off 7% by the close, after a quarterly earnings call with analysts that CEO Ginny Rometty called disappointing. So bad is it at Big Blue that the company has said it's going to have to scrap all of its 2015 earnings targets and completely Refigure them. That is a rarity. Also, adding insult to injury, IBM is going to pay another company a billion and a half dollars. That is, give them money to take its foundering chip making business off its hands. Marketplace's Stan Alcorn gets us going with that part of the story. It's
1: like a play on that old joke Take my microchip factories, please. It's the deal of the century. Dan Hutchison follows the industry at VSLI Research. Now,
0: I can understand why IBM's doing it, though.
1: He says the key is to look past the cash IBM is paying global foundries over the next three years to the chips that global foundries will be supplying to IBM for the next 10 years. That's a full decade where IBM gets the hardware it needs without running a money losing operation.
0: I know a billion and a half sounds like a lot, but it's
1: probably a deal for IBM too. If you only look at the headline cash number, you are missing a lot of the story. Rob Solomon is a professor at the NYU Stern School of Business. He says deals like this are exceedingly rare, but not unheard of.
0: As a matter of fact, there's another
1: example where this happened, which was in Daimler-Chrysler's spinoff of Chrysler. In effect, Daimler paid Cerberus to take
2: Chrysler off its
1: hands. Daimler could have just shut Chrysler down, but there were tax benefits, pension costs, and plain old bad PR to consider. Peter Cowan is an M&A specialist and adjunct professor at UCLA. He says that a handful of pay-to-buy deals share some common features.
0: They're almost always manufacturing-type businesses,
1: right? Ones that have heavy overhead, a certain amount of infrastructure, a certain amount of scale of things that need to unwind if they can't find a buyer. In other words, costly businesses that would be even costlier to shut down. In New York, I'm Stan Alcorn for Marketplace.
0: We are happy to report now on the economic stimulus package that's making its way out into the American economy. Wait, you hadn't heard about that one? No, Congress and the White House haven't done anything, as you are no doubt aware. Oil is where we're at today. Cheap crude is helping Americans pocketbooks in ways not unlike an actual stimulus package, if somehow the price of oil can manage to stay low. From Washington Marketplace's Scott Tong reports.
2: Call it what you will. Crude oil, dividend, discount, energy quantitative easing. Oil is 25% cheaper since the peak of the summer. And for drivers, the stimulus is instant. Ed Hurz in Houston is energy economist at Hill House Resources. Every additional dollar or two that you save at the pump, you can use as a disposable income right away. Now you have more money for fast food or the six-pack of beer that you've been foregoing for the last year or two. Beer may not last that long, but you get the point. Now, if oil prices stay low, and many bet it will, the savings add up to a $200 billion annual stimulus, estimates Citigroup. That's about the size of the congressional stimulus in 2008. Citi says the global economic boost is $1.1 trillion, again, annually. Economist Stephen Brown at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, figures the typical American family saves about $40 a month.
1: Consumers in... Washington, D.C., New York, and California, among a variety of areas in the United States, will all see benefits.
2: He says fortunes flip for energy producers. States like North Dakota had benefited from high prices. And global petrol producers like Venezuela are also hurting from low prices. Here's Jamie Webster of consultancy IHS Syrah.
0: It limits the ability to spend on some of the expensive social programs that you have within Venezuela.
2: But for the world's energy hogs, and that'd be us, North America, enjoy the sale price.